Welcome back, everybody, to the Star Wars podcast. Today we are recapping episode six of What If in full spoiler detail. So if you haven't seen the episode, get out of here. And I am here with the Butch to my Sundance. It's Tommy Pizzullo. Tommy, how are you? I'm good. I was going to say, Team of Killers right here. We need some killing up in here on this podcast. Not murder. Oh, Lord. <laughs> No, we need that kind of mindset. Otherwise, think about it. There's like realms of this podcast that we haven't even hit yet because we've been so distracted. That is completely true. We are just like locked in this one timeline and uh, we'll, we'll, have to, we'll have to figure out what's going on. Tommy, I want to get, I, I get your like uh, off-the-cuff reactions here to this episode. Um, what do you think? It's hmm. – <laughs> You don't have was, to be nice. It was fine. It was fine. Like, I always love getting more Killmonger, so, like, that was great. But overall, I've been pretty high on the last couple episodes. This brought me back down. This was probably near the bottom of my list of of what-if episodes with Peggy Carter. And I was saying to you briefly, offline is, like, I think for me, I don't like the episodes where the original source material feels like it's the same as this what if material to a degree right this one was very different he's friends with tony it's a huge thing but the end results were still the same the in a way like again there's a lot that happened i'm not trying to say oh it's like like, people are going to come up in my twitter and be like tommy it's so different then you see all the stuff that black panther died and like well yeah but it still felt i like when it's a completely different story that goes off on uh on i like those ones like zombies that's, yeah. that's completely different. That's never been done before. Yeah, Tommy, I'll, I'll go ahead and like I'll, I'll put a nail in that take. Uh, this is my least favorite episode, and it's not close. I, I did not have any. This this episode wasn't okay. So the, I understand the complaints with the Peggy Carter episode, right? But for me, I just found it to be very visually stunning. I thought a lot of the fighting was really cool, and sometimes that's all I need. Like I, I, I'm a simple guy, you know. Um, and this, you're right. This was very similar to that, but I don't think there was anything that like, cool in it. Like there was no concept that I was like, Ooh, like this is like really exciting and new and fresh or, and, and the other thing is, and we'll get into this. It's probably my biggest gripe. Killmonger. I, I I've never been Killmonger. One of my favorite villains, never been more annoyed with Killmonger. He just annoyed me this episode. I, I don't think his, his, his plans were, that defined for us in the beginning. So we're going through and we're just kind of seeing him like jump from person to person and like killing people. And like, it just doesn't make it like he, he ends up starting a war over. Like, I don't even know. I, I don't get it. I don't get it. I think that's the other thing. It, it's using the source material, but also it doesn't in the same way that I, I, and maybe this is me uh, being hung by my own guitar, but uh, the, the, um, the Black Panther being Star-Lord, uh, T'Challa being Star-Lord episode. I said to you, I said, I think it's because you like the original better. And that's kind of how I feel here. I like Killmonger's plan to take over Wakanda in the first version. I don't need a different plan. And to me, this was such a roundabout way to gain uh, sympathy in Wakanda. Like, you had to trick Tony, make all these robots, and then destroy all the robots on top of killing. Like, it was just so elaborate. It was and like I agree I disagree where I say there are things I did like like it was cool to see the creativity of like all right that's cool but when I take myself out of it for a second and be like 
but this is so convoluted for the sake of being convoluted. Like that's how I felt watching the episode a little bit. Uh, and I, I think that I, I, like I try to put myself in like the writer's room, right? And figure out how, how did they come up with this, right? And my only thought is like, they're like, okay, people like Killmonger. So we're going to keep him and we're not going to change him too much. But we need him to have, like, power, so I don't know. We'll just bring in Tony Stark. And Tony Stark will be in the episode for a little bit. Not a huge part, but... And it's just, like... That's not... I I don't think they are thinking the way that the fans would. Or at least the way that I would. I won't speak for everyone. I think, for me, too, it's like... This is completely off, but you talk about Tony. I didn't like how Tony looked, and that took a lot of weight. He had, like... I don't know. The way they made him look, he did not look like Robert Downey Jr., in my opinion. And it completely threw me off because also the voice clearly wasn't like, I don't think the voice was, was, was Robert. Right. Yeah. No, no, he, he has not come back and yeah, didn't really, I don't know. There were some elements I liked, but uh, let's go, let's hop into, let's hop into like some of these scenes here. And we start off with the first one. And this is like immediately, I was already kind of like getting the vibes of like, I don't, I I don't know if I want to retread all of this, but I mean, we get a shot for shot uh, uh, intro, a lot like the Captain Carter uh, episode, but it's basically what we see straight from Iron Man. Uh, Tony Stark is riding in with, with the army and yeah, I just, we're going through the, the motions at this point. Killmonger shows up and throws the bomb. Yeah. Like this stuff was, again, it's, it's cool to see again, but it's, I've already seen it. And uh, the Killmonger stuff of this was cool. Like, I did like him coming in here, and then we find out, like, why he came in. But, again, it's just – like, I think my thing, too, about this is the character that we're focused on, right? Killmonger is the focus of the episode. He doesn't really change. And that's, like – I like the ones where they change a little bit more. uh, And maybe that's my issue with it as well. I'm I'm discovering it. You know, like I'm discovering what my feelings are while we podcast. But yeah, I like this. I thought this scene was fine. It set it up. Uh, I think the scene after was was better. Like I I like the new stuff. So like I like the conference where like Killmonger just you know to jump into the next scene. Killmonger just out uh, (laughs) uh, a stand. Like he just is like, hey, I have all this evidence. I've been I've been researching it for years. And I guess that's one of the things I want to push to you is like again a lot of these what ifs it feels like there's a lot of like well yeah this is just how it works and it's like the if you pull it apart it's like i have so many questions on how Killmonger got all this research how he was able to like basically bug the stark industries ether like like how did he do this michael yeah and that's the other thing it's like i i don't understand what the actual what if is in this situation i don't know what that fulcrum moment is that that changed right because it sounds like killmonger is the same character just in this universe i don't know he just had the idea that yeah he could work with tony that's, that's what, what changed he just came up with a new plan instead yeah. of his plan of that's not exciting just, yeah yeah <laughs> and especially when you i think there was almost two ties to the, too many ties to the original like especially when you bring in You'll, you know, uh, claw you like, it's like, it's too close to his actual plot that he did. <laughs> like, <laughs> like tricking people into think, you know, I don't know. Again, I, there were parts I really like. I actually liked him playing again. I'm diving all over the place and you get, you'll get me back on track, but I do like him playing both sides. I thought that was actually really fun where it's like, that was cool. But again, I, there's, that's one cool thing and a bunch of other not so cool. 
Yeah, yeah. So uh, at this conference, though, there was like I I did kind of like Tony and uh, you know I agree. Some of the animation's a little wonky. I don't think the voice acting's all there either. Even from some of our returning, uh, some of the people that are reprising their roles. Um, but with that being said, I did kind of like Tony's character in this. Um, I, I he has like a really funny line where uh, he talks about he's like gets real serious and sad, and he was like. A bunch of young Americans were killed by my weapons. So the solution is to build bigger and better. And I'm just like, that's like so Tony. And like, uh, there's a good way to show that he hadn't changed, you know? Well, maybe that's a change. Like, that's a what if switch, right? Tony didn't learn, you know, to be humble. Like, Tony wasn't humbled by the fact that he was captured by a, a terrorist organization and had to see, you know, and be put to really the test for himself of survival. And I think that like, that's what we see is like, we do see a Tony here. And I agree, like as much as I hate the animation, it is fun to see him kind of keep his morals from the beginning and still continue on down the, down a different path that we didn't see before. Right. Right. So I want to talk about the liberators as, as Killmonger calls him, his little, his little uh, idea that he has, and he takes it to Tony and Tony's like, uh, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna make your your little robots come to life. And again, it's just like, uh, I, like I don't see in what world this didn't happen. And well, I, I don't know. Uh, uh, there was a funny line. Iron Man says that to build the <laughs> to build the drones, they could use an arc reactor. Because ah, that's a dumb idea. Yeah, <laughs> it's like that's like the best idea. I like the self-referential moments in all of What If. Like, they do that a lot of, like, bantering off the the actual lore. I think the other thing with this is kind of what I'm saying. Like, it's like, yeah, it's great that these are robots. But, like, how did he think of that? Like, that's specifically a reference for Iron Man, right? Like, that's the point. But it doesn't feel like your character would get there. How does your character get there? Like, I want the writers to just be a little more crisp with their writing sometimes. And and I think that's like uh, that. This is where my issues start to evolve a little bit more because again, and and you talked about him playing different sides and like his idea with this. Like, what is his plan at this point? Like, we're not clear. As far as the audience knows, he's like best friends with Tony. He's just gonna like build some robots and and like uh, be a cool militant force, I guess. But. Uh, and then later on, we yeah, we see where, like, he's going to Wakanda, and he's still dealing with the military, and it's like, you don't really know what side he's on, and even if you did, you wouldn't know why. Yeah, and there were moments to show that, like, people are are impacting Killmonger now. Like, like the Tony Him stuff is pretty, like, he finally feels like he has, like, a family or something, like, like, that kind of stuff. I will say there was a great line later on with with uh tony and Kilmar where it is like kind of what i'm saying where and again like, maybe this is my white privilege just like it was tony's where tony's like we are the same like we should be connected here and he's like the fact that you think that is why we are different and i think that was like an intriguing line later we'll get back into it but i do think right here like it's like there's many moments of this and then later on with uh t'challa's dad where it's like there's moments where he could turn and he doesn't he's like so stuck and this is like the only outcome for Killmonger. And I get it. Like there was a lot of trauma he's dealt with. It just is mind boggling me that nothing changed his path in this new universe. 
Yeah, and maybe that's my problem because there are some seeds of like really cool ideas and concepts and like themes that could totally be explored here. Yeah. Like you mentioned with with Killmonger and then a lot with Black Panther and it's just like it, this could have been this could have been a lot better. So Can I pitch um, something to you? Please. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> wow, this is Please, like I've never had this. I've never had this power. Yeah, just uh, you want to talk about something other than the episode? I'm down. What do you got? Well, we can talk about more, but at the end, I would like to rewrite this episode with us. Can we come up with like take the hook, right? And then can we come up with something better? I think Why don't I'm we mad. do that? Why don't? Uh, yeah, I guess I, I probably we, we, we'll come back to this. Because, yeah, because we need to uh, we need to marinate. We need to set our our brains inside some nice uh, uh, marinade. I don't know what you put in your marinades. Maybe some garlic, some onion. Yeah, yeah. it's like uh, Italian dressing stuff. Oh, Michael, we can do so much more. <laughs> I'll teach you how right. to. I'll teach you how to marinate your, your meats later. Uh, uh, last week it was pasta. Now it's marinade. So. Uh, We'll, we'll get there. You'll, Cooking you'll time get... with Tommy. That's going to be our, our spinoff <laughs> podcast. Yeah, that's our YouTube channel. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I guess it should be YouTube. My thought was it's only audio, even though it can clear, it clearly should be a video media. Yeah, yeah, uh, so, yeah, so we got uh, Killmonger. He's making his robot. Did, did you like the concept of the robots? That's, I didn't think the robots were particularly cool. We I wanted to see them defeat someone. I think that's the thing is, like, they're set up to be, like, Basically, Killmonger is doubles, right? Like he he programmed it with his movement, and yet they get defeated pretty easily later on. So it's kind of like the Dark Troopers and the Mandalorian. Like when you just look at them, they're just like, okay, they're like a robot. But it's not till you see how they fight and and how tough they are in the fight that you really kind of gain respect for them. Like when you when you see like one of those Dark Troopers that like beat the crap out of Din Djarin, and like slamming his helmet into a wall, like. Uh, like you're right. That's what we're missing. We're missing like uh, it's not all about the visuals, especially when you're talking about like a, a fighting force. Yeah, and there are some cool visuals in this. I love what they've been doing with these establishing shots, and then you show the watcher. Like, and and something I would like to point out: the watcher is getting some some flesh. Like he is, be- and I don't know if that's on purpose that he has slowly went from this like cosmic being where we're seeing like the galaxies in him and now we're seeing him fully there. That's a good point. Cause I, uh, I, I did pick up on that, but I was also like, I'm dumb. Like I, maybe I just hadn't noticed this. It's been happening for a bit, but it's yeah. definitely been the last couple episodes where it's okay. been happening. That's that. That'll be uh, interesting to track. It, um, it's part of what we've been saying of like, now you see him in the background a lot more often. You're seeing him like there's times where he's literally just like, it's almost like he wants to say something like they pan up to him. And then they cut to something else. It's like, why do you – it's almost like he's waiting. And maybe I'm putting too much pressure on the watcher, but I, I feel like there's got to be something coming. A uh, question here. Um, is the watcher creepy? I mean, I guess anyone that watches. That's my thought. Maybe if he asks – do you think he goes to each universe first and is like, hey, I'm the watcher. I'm going to come in. I'm going to watch you guys. It's not weird if we don't make it weird. I mean, he sees everything. everything. Yeah. So, I mean, there's no way that that's not creepy. So, yeah, I think on the creep level, he's definitely a solid ten. <laughs> I think it's like unintentional creep. Like this is his job, right? So it's like yeah. I feel like we do have to deduct some points for that. Like it's like he's forced to. 
still a little creepy. But he has hands, and he could, he could like <laughs> cover his eyes. But then he want to be doing his job. Then he'd be fired. <laughs> then he'd be homeless. You want to be the watcher? He'd be <laughs> a homeless man. I don't know. <laughs> what is Who's the watcher's boss? God, uh, Mephisto, <laughs> Mister Watcher, <laughs> his <Okay>. dad, <laughs> Doctor Watcher. Yeah, All boss, right. boss Watcher. <laughs> Let's talk about Claw here, because he did. You mentioned Claw and Iron Man, or I guess it was uh, Killmonger's idea to. Was uh, it go, Killmonger? Because the first time I watched, it, I thought it was Tony's, and I was like, Tony said, "Like, oh, I know a guy." That seems super sus that Tony happens to know this guy. Yeah, yeah. Well, actually, I, to be honest, I don't remember. I guess Killmonger pulls out. It was his idea to use vibranium, and then maybe Iron Man did have. Yeah, that's what I thought it was, and I didn't love that. Like, I was like. Let it be all Killmonger's idea. Why does Tony have these these connections? To just so happens to be the same guy that Killmonger has connections to. A lot of coincidences, Marvel. Well, then we find out here in the next scene that that uh, Killmonger is in cahoots with Claw. That's so, what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> what? That was Tony's idea, and then how, what, what happened from there? Yeah, Maybe but- we're missing it on the Tony idea, but I swear, like since we're both hearing that, I think we're right. And yeah. And Killmonger was even like to get to get it on Pepper. Pepper is kind of picking up at this point. Pepper has been picking up that Killmonger is a little sus. Like this is among us. Every time Pepper is voting for uh, Killmonger. Yeah, Pepper, and we'll, we'll get a little bit uh, uh, Shuri a little later on. Who's also she's she's not having it, which that's a fun yeah. dynamic we'll get into. Happy was just sad because he didn't get a promotion. That was the only reason he was. Yeah, ironically, he was not happy this episode. Yeah, not a happy. <laughs> sad. Hogan. He was only here to be sad. That was his only role. In the episode. <laughs> he well, he did punch. He did punch Stan, you know Obadiah yeah. down. So um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean. Anybody, yeah. I mean, yeah, Killmonger could have done but that. But yeah, this, this Claw stuff, Claw was fire. And I really like, I mean, I love that actor. I love that character in, in Black Panther. I actually think he's really fun. And it wasn't really, I didn't really get much from him here. And it, the the Black Panther fight was cool until, you know, they killed him. Yeah. Um, so yeah, T- Tony sends Rhodey, which it kind of seems like... Uh... I don't like he just kind of sent Rhodey to the slaughter here, but uh, it's it's Rhodey and Killmonger, and then Black Panther shows up, and maybe this is like the best fight scene of the episode, but I still there's like I'm not like swooning over anything I saw, but I have one other, I guess the fight scenes one person I loved the fact that they fought later on, but okay, well we'll we'll get into all that. Yeah, yeah, this is just a teaser inside the episode. Yeah. But yeah, Killmonger kills Rhodey and Black Panther. What what's this weapon he's using? Where do he? It like looks a... like Claw the Sonic Boot. Well, like you know, like Claw, like in the comics and in the movie, he gets it when he loses his arm. He creates a Sonic Boom gun. So I think here it's like because he didn't lose his arm yet, he just has the gun on hand. Ooh, okay, okay. Hey, that's yeah. an interesting. Uh... Yeah, I was about to just make fun of that random gun he had, but that that makes more sense. Yeah, because Claw's whole power—they didn't do as much in the in the movies with it. But, like, his whole thing is, like, vibrations and, like, messing with sound to use it as power. Gotcha. So, we'll go on to... This is, like, uh, uh, this next, like, few minutes of the episode, uh, Killmonger's just killing people, so... Yeah, I do want to say with, like, the the Black Panther 
part of it and with like roadie like the roadies part dying was kind of like that was touching for me like there was a moment where it was like because i think roadie was on his side and like it's just, it was crushing to see that like this was a point i think where you know where killmonger stands and you're like oh yeah he's still just as much of a, a of a jerk with like feelings that he's never going to change his mind on yeah and there was i can't remember the exact lines but yeah their little exchange where he he's like uh you're part of the problem and he's like you got to be part of the system to change the system and you can see that like they both mean well but they'll never see each other's point of view which is unfortunate um but yes we go back iron man has got it all figured out uh he's 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 had his uh Jarvis spying on him, and he's basically he's got uh, video evidence of, of the murders here. If I'm Tony, and I just witness video where where my friend Rhodey gets murdered by my other friend, I know where this is going because I have the same thought. I think. Why are you in that room? Call the cops. Uh, well, not even like either be a hologram. You have virtual technology. You can be a hologram. Do that. Uh, have the big robot fight, and then later you can call the cops. Cause I, know, I know he wanted that robot fight. Don't be there, or have be behind a wall yeah. at least. Like that's not great because he'd probably break through that wall and destroy you anyways. But you, he can easily kill you, Tony. You're a nobody right now. You have no powers. Yeah. Uh, how about this? Lock the front door. Don't let him in. Yeah, or at least wear armor. You're just in your like fancy dress shirt, Tony. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I guess Tony Stark is an arrogant personality yeah. he thinks that he can talk his way out of anything so i'll give him i'll give him some slack there um but yeah we also we get like a showdown between uh one of the liberators and killmonger i guess tony like six one of the robots on him and uh doesn't stop killmonger yeah i feel like they wanted us to believe that like tony had a chance here but they really didn't the fight was not it never felt like killmonger was down even when he got thrown it was like he's he's fine like it, it never felt that intense, but you know, I did like that this went to a lot of different layers. It goes all over the place. <laughs> like, you know, we, we go to a lot of different locations and like it covers a lot of characters and uh, yeah, poor Tony. Yep. Yep. So the military is going to come in and take all this stuff. And I did like Ross showing up and I did like the, the military part. I actually liked the second half, I think more than the first half. I'm the opposite, actually. Oh. Um, that uh, we, I think we're through. Well, uh, I hate the reason for the war, and I hate, yeah, like I hate the reasons for. Uh, I just think like the Wakanda stuff was more uh, emotional for me, and maybe it's because hey, you throw Chadwick Boseman in anything, I'm probably gonna love it uh, because, like, man, they, I, I, I don't believe they knew like how sick he was, but they really got their all the juice they could out of this guy before he uh, untimely passed. Cause I didn't, did not expect him to be in as many episodes as he's in. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, uh, it's, we'll dive into that a little bit more. There's, some I know, I know, stuff. But um, I got a lot to say though about that as well. And it, it is, it is my favorite part of the episode. So, um, yeah. So claw takes Killmonger to Wakanda and again, Killmonger kills him. He's just, he's just on a killing spree. Rinse and repeat with him. Like, there was no... Nothing changes for poor Claw in every situation. I guess if he doesn't team up with Killmonger, that'll be the next what if. What if Claw doesn't team up with Killmonger? Does he actually take over Wakanda like he, he dreams? Yeah, that's the that's the, the next what if here. Um, but yeah, he, he's using Claw to like as like a peace offering. 
and we we get T'Chaka, and uh, there's some talking here. I, I mentioned Sherry doesn't trust him. So. Yeah. Um, Which, like, rightfully so, you know, like, this guy just happens to show up right when uh, T'Challa goes down, and it's like, all right, I'm here to basically take his place. Like, that's how it felt watching this these scenes. Yeah, I don't think Sherry was out of line to be skeptical, because he comes in, he introduces himself, and he gives them a military plan, and they're like, all right. You, like, everyone should have been more skeptical. I'm sorry, but, like, T'Challa's dad... The way he just forgives, or like, is like, yes, come here, my nephew. It doesn't match up with the person we like. T'Challa is the one that gets him to see the error in his way. Like, he was still defending it in the Black Panther movie, so it doesn't make sense. Like the actions of killing his brother, uh, and like that didn't make sense. And like the other thing that didn't make sense is like him being like, ah, I'm so glad you're here. Like, like he knows. Like I don't know if he knows that he saw him murder his uncle or his, you know, Killmonger's dad, but. It's like you knew about the sun existing. You gotta imagine that he's gonna have some animosity towards you. And like, I don't know. I feel like he read this scene way wrong. Yeah, not a good look here on Chachaka's part. But um, and this is like, I just started like tuning out at this point. It's just like he's got this plan. The robots are coming in to, and he's gonna bring him past the shields to block Jarvis. But that's not really his real plan. And but uh, this, there's a bunch of technology that isn't really explained, but we're just supposed to believe whatever they say. I don't know. It's, it's See, I okay, I like this part because it's like it feels very, as people that love strategic games, it felt very strategic game to me. He, Killmonger had this all planned out, and you can argue like how he had this all planned out and all that stuff, which I have. Uh, but his strategy was basically just to create more animosity to Wakanda in the U.S., and in doing so, it was like, uh, yeah, that tricky Tony. We had a plan, and that in his he had to like help them out a little bit to show a little more trust so they could trust that him. And so he had to be like, all right, if you get him in, then you can they lose contact with it, which was all true. But he had the backup generator, not Tony. And so he was like, like put it all on Tony. And be like, ah, crazy Tony. Oh, he doesn't trust anyone. He always has a backup, and so that Killmonger could could destroy the robots and create more trust with the Wakandans. I'm going to make a Survivor comparison. I don't do this a lot because I know not everybody watches Survivor. Some of our some of our audience does, but not everybody. But I'm going to do it here um, because you said you like strategy stuff, and I do too. That's why I watch Survivor. Um, but I think the difference here and the strategy I like to watch would be more like heroes versus villains where people are all playing at their peak and like they're all smart and they're all like doing things in their best self-interest usually. And then this episode is more like Redemption Island, where Boston Rob comes yes. in and completely snows everybody, and they're just doing whatever he says. It's like one uh, person's playing, and not everyone else realizes they're even playing a game. Like that's what happened here. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. so I'm the same way. I like the I like strategy games. This is kind of like a game of Risk, even, and like that that's my jam right there. But the issue is Killmonger is just infinitely. Well, I don't even know if Killmonger is particularly smart here. I just don't think anyone else is smart at all. So there you have it. There's my survivor comparison for the few of you. Um, but yeah, so what, what do you think about the... I, I, my only notes for the fight is they fight, I don't care. Um, I know I'm... This is like a big swing from last week to this week, but I don't, I don't care. See, I will... I, I think like you tuned out of this, but I actually think there are gems here. Um, and I'm going to pull you out of your 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 funk uh 
I think the stuff with T'Challa's mom, uh, Ramond, I think her being a general and leading the army and like going in and but the way she threw a spear, jumps up on the robot, pulls it up. Like that was great. Um, fighting from her. I actually thought the combinations of a lot of the different Wakandans working together in sync, you know, her and Kilmire working in sync, uh, other uh, Wakandan leaders were, were, were fighting and like, this actually was fun to me to see just how rhythmic their fighting style is sometimes. I can see that. And I did, I did like when uh, she, they, she cries out for, for T'Challa, you know? And I was like that. She, she's yeah. all of us right now, man. Killmonger's really playing suck up here where like every second he's around the Royal family, he's like, Wakanda forever. Don't worry guys. I'm here. Like, <laughs> love Wakanda. Can't tell people enough. He has like a Wakanda t-shirt on. He's drinking all their drinks. He's like, he's trying to be such a fanboy just to give them what they need. Just laying on on thick, Kelmonger. So it works, uh, I guess. He's the biggest uh, suck up. Teacher's pet goes to Kilmonger on the episode. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, and then after this, this is what, I mean, maybe I understand this. Like, he wins a fight for them. But T'Chaka gives him, he makes him the next Black Panther. And I actually really, this is the peak of the episode for me is when, when he, he drinks the herb and he goes to, what's the, what's the, the upside down or where, I don't know. The, the, the other plane, the, the after okay. plane, I think, there's probably a better name, but yeah. Um, but yeah, he goes and, and he meets uh, T'Challa and it's a very interesting conversation. Uh, and again, it's like, you know, okay, I, I don't like to, it's going to kind of sound like a conspiracy theory, but it seriously isn't. And I don't like these types of conspiracy theories where, like, it's all, like, in the face of tragedy, like, um, uh, God forbid, somebody comes up with a 9-11 conspiracy. Like, I, that, that stuff always feels weird to me. I'm not trying to do that. But with that being said, it, it is almost like, like, some of the stuff is written as if they knew Chadwick Boseman was sick. You know, that's what I was kind of hinting to earlier. Yeah, it's so wild. Like, I don't think they did, but it is wild that not only did they use him so many times that we've seen, like, I think he's probably the most used character so far in the what if, but also, like, most of his have to do with death, and also, like, his lines are so they hit you so much harder knowing that he passed. Yeah, yeah, and like, he's not doing like, he's not like giving you like this bombastic performance either like he's usually speaking in a very like just even keel tone but yeah. there's just so much power in his voice when he's not even like shouting you know so uh i don't know i i just think this stuff is so powerful and yeah. whatever we get to hear from him it's 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 a treat i will be backtrack to your your comments about like them giving uh killmonger the the black panther powers right don't they do the same in the Black Panther movie? There's not like they basically just say it's blood right, which I think is the same argument here, except for they also trust him. Like he has the blood right, regardless if he's a villain or not. The rules of Wakanda is that if you have the blood right, you can become the next Black Panther. So I think that's his argument here. I don't love it, but uh, I could see that's like they, a little it, a little sexist if that's the case. Because yeah, Sherry should be. Sherry she's should right be. there. She's yeah. right there. Oh. 
yeah that's uh um and i want to move on to like this is like it seems like every episode we don't get like post-credit scenes but like the final scene always kind of like feels like what could be a post-credit scene and actually i wasn't even like really ready like i didn't think the episode was ending when this was happening because like it didn't feel like anything was wrapped up um but this is when like sherry and pepper kind of start talking and they they compare notes and sherry reveals what killmonger did and I was like, I was like, this is, this is, it's getting good. Like, finally, like, they're on to him, they're going to catch him, and then it ends. See, I actually get was annoyed by this, because it, there is becoming a pattern. In each thing, it's like, they set up a bunch of stuff, and then they really speed the ending of like, oh, here's this resolute thing that, like, there may be more, there, like, you know, we see when the, the Avengers all die and it's like, you have that montage at the end of like, he's collecting all the Avengers and now there's hope again. And like here where it's like, somehow Shuri is able to see, and they don't, they even like, they even acknowledge that it's weird that she was able to get this footage. Like, well, I'm smart. That was their reasoning for her being, which is like true. She is very smart, but like, that was her reasoning. It was just like a, it felt very yada yada a little bit to me of like, let's just have a resolution. So it's like a little more happy. Cause like, this has been pretty bleak this entire episode. Um, I think they're getting into a pattern and like, I can see how the episodes are going to go into the next one because of they're doing the same. It's rinse and repeat, just fill in different characters. It feels like sometimes with this series. And I really, I know I saw, I've been pretty high on what if I have liked the episode. It's up there. You know, I don't know if eventually we want to do like a TV show ranking of all the TV shows we've watched, but it's definitely up there for me. Yes, I I have actually been keeping just a side note. I've been keeping a, a ranking of my own uh, just for fun because I like to rank things even if nobody sees it or knows about it. But yeah. with that being said, that I would like to do that at some point. I would like to rewatch them. I think like, like I would like to watch Wandavision with the knowledge I have now, and then like watching it as a binge. I wonder if that will change my. I feel my like it'll it'll like be a good rewatch after yes. Doctor Strange. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so one more thing, actually. We do get the Watcher. He closes out us out here. This has to be, like, added in after the fact, because it is, like, too... Like, I said before, like, a lot of uh, T'Challa's lines are just, like, spot on and beautiful and perfect for his situation. Um, but this is, like, really laying it on. But I did... Don't get me wrong, I liked it. He says, Heroes last forever. They're never really gone. As do the ones they inspire to carry on the fight. I, just, I, I do really like... Like, I'm kind of, like... Making fun of I him, wonder, like, I really, like, I know we're not conspiracy theorists, but, like, you gotta, like, I know they've always said that no one knew. He didn't tell even, like, the director of Black Panther 2. Like, like I, you know, we haven't talked too much about this, but, yeah, like, the guy who directed it was like, I had to change everything. I had no idea this, like, that he was going through all that stuff. And, like, but, like, you're right. It's almost too perfect. I, I do think, like, with the voiceover stuff, they probably did change some of the lines. I'm imagining, like, it's easy. You're, you're doing that in post. He died before post. So, and I'm sure like this being done during the pandemic, like I'm sure, like, I'm not exactly sure how all the recording went, but I, I would feel pretty confident that every actor probably has some sort of method of recording themselves in their home. So I'm sure they could have shot Jeffrey Wright an email and said, Hey, uh, we're going to add something in here after the fact yeah. in order to honor Chadwick Boseman, which is great. I like, I'm, I, I would, I, I would rather them do that than not personally, but. And that's the thing. Like I am loving this series. Like even this episode, if I take myself out of it and like, it's hard because we are watching it to criticize and, and I but, like criticize either good or bad, right? Like we're here to analyze is the better word, but like there is a part of that can sit here and like enjoy these like moment. Cause like that is a touching moment. That ending does almost like 
rectify everything else I just watched. It's just hard when I can poke holes into almost the entire thing. Yep, yep. So, uh, do you have anything else on the episode? Well, like quickly, you know, we don't have to spend too much time, but do you want to, like, what do you think, what do you think would have went differently to make it better in your eyes? So I was trying to think like, because clearly they're like trying, like, again, I think the point of this episode, like in the writer's room, they wanted a Killmonger episode, but it kind of came about as like a duo between uh, Tony Stark and Killmonger. And I'm thinking, what would be like, what would be another character that comes into Killmonger's life that would like just the fact that they meet would like completely change everything. And I think all you have to do is put Thanos and Killmonger in a room and that like that yeah. messes the entire universe up. So that would be interesting. I think for me, they knew that we loved Killmonger, that he's probably the best villain in, in a very long time in a single series, uh, single franchise. Single, yeah. But I think they focus too much on, Killmonger and the, his plot to take over Wakanda. And I don't know if that needed to be the focus. We kind of got a Wakanda set, not completely decentric because it was the Guardians of the Galaxy episode, but we got that in episode two. I think you make this solely about Tony and how Killmonger in his life affects Tony more and focus on that side of things and less on Killmonger trying to play Tony to get... like I think you played it as like... Yes, him being in Tony's life did change Killmonger and his goals. He now has greater goals. Take over the world using Tony's technology and like focus on that. And I think that could have been a more intriguing uh, focus on their friendship. Focus on like maybe there's like maybe there's like a like a friendship love triangle between the two of them and Rhodey. That could be juicy. Yeah, juicy, juicy love triangle there. Juicy. Triangle. <laughs> um, I want to build off something you said there. Um, you said Killmonger. If he if he didn't focus on Wakanda, that what what if like he gave up on that concept? What if that was the idea that changed? What if Killmonger becomes a superhero for the real world? Yeah. You know, he's he's so concerned about like giving these powers to the rest of the world. What if he's just out there helping them like face to face? Because I I love Killmonger. I think he's a really well rounded villain. But what I've realized is he's kind of one note. He's all. It's all around Wakanda. If you take that away, they don't. They haven't built him up everywhere. Like you, you can take T'Challa and put him in the space, and he has other layers. They built that up where he has. He's an onion. He has many different things you can pull on different threads. I think the thing with Killmonger that I learned through this episode is like they are too afraid to take him elsewhere. And I think you could. I think he has layers that they they put the the building blocks on. I think they just wanted it was. They wanted us to feel what we already liked about Killmonger. Is that like he has some points? He may not be going about it the right way, but it's like his flaw. Like it does make sense. Yeah, yeah. So uh, that's fun. We should do that more often. We should. Uh, How to fix? I do. That might be a new segment. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. Um, Tommy, I said we, uh, we 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 said at the beginning. I had some news items, and uh, I was gonna I was gonna take you in blind. I'm just gonna throw them at you and. Yeah, um, I've not seen. I'm not great at reading the news. I, I read. Uh, I was gonna say real world news, but like real world news, um, I, I tend to try not to spoil myself. As I, as you all know, this is now canon in the Stark Wars universe that I'm not big on trailers. I'm not big on like I know there's. A, I know there is a. I, I may be ruining this for you. There is one new story I do know of. A certain trailer. I haven't watched it. I know well, it's out let's, there. Let's start there because that is okay. one of the three. <laughs> 
Uh, Please got, guide me. Hold my hand and walk me through this news experience. <laughs> like uh, uh, like Gamora and Thanos, take me out of my world as you kill my people and, and walk me to this news land. Yeah, yeah. So, well, here's the thing. I don't want to, Tommy, I respect your decision not to watch trailers. I, I know a lot of people do that. And I like, I, I don't want to. If you want to go anymore. into it, I can, I can go off. And you can talk just to the audience because they may want to hear from you, Michael. About well, there your are some on. things I can say. There are some because, like, okay. for instance, there's one thing that kind of surprised me, but it's also like the poster of the series. So, like, uh, I would think that that's not something you could really avoid. So, I do want to bring up the fact that what one of the big things that kind of took me by surprise because, well, first and foremost, this uh, uh, this the series seems to be based at least loosely on Matt Fraction's run of the Hawkeye series, which is one of the few Marvel comics I've read. It's, it's my favorite of all of them. So super excited to see that. Uh, obviously, you know, we get Kate Bishop here, but one thing that kind of took me by surprise is this series is Christmas themed, Tommy. Like there's snow and Christmas trees and it's like, uh, it's like Die Hard. So what, what do you, what, what do you make of that? Forget about Iron Man three. We have our Christmas movie in the Marvel universe. Because I, I, I don't know if I've said on this podcast. I hate Iron Man three. Probably it's better on a rewatch, but still down there for me. And so I will take this as my new Christmas thing. Yes, I did hear about the Christmas stuff because like it was kind of hard to to avoid that part. But uh, yeah, I I think Jerry Renner and the Christmas thing is kind of fun. Like I think he could have fun with that. I can see the bits that they play with that character. He has a family. So you definitely are going to get into like the family time feel of Christmas and like probably bringing Kate Bishop into the family. Like she's, I bet you it either ends or like somewhere in there is like a moment where it's like Christmas time and like she has a president waiting for her and it's from like, she's welcome to the family and she's hanging out with his kids. I picture it. That's going to happen. Good call there. I can totally see that. Um, one other little nugget that doesn't give too much away, but I, I just found it very interesting. Like, again, he is much more of like a character out of the Christmas story than he is Hawkeye. In this. Like you <laughs> see him in like everyday clothes uh, more so than anything. So uh, it's, it's going to be interesting think, to see. see what do I you think do. this is like a spooky version where it's like, oh, this is the Hawkeye of, of Christmas past. Ooh. And it just becomes that kind of movie. Bring it on, but whatever you got, uh, I'm really excited for this. So I, I hope it. I hope it is more. I, it seems to be like uh, if we had to compare it to any other Marvel show we've had thus far, it would have to be Falcon and the Winter Soldier. It's not really like uh, we're not going to be diving in like the multiverse too much or anything like that, yeah. um, or or like high magic really. But um, I, I hope it is better than Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and I'm excited. So that's all I'll say on that. Do you want do you want a spoiler moment so you can say your theories that based on the trailers? I can go for like two like I, can, I really don't have any theories. I really and like uh, I mean I, I can I, just I, I'm about, just giving you I'm giving you the opportunity. Yeah. I don't want my it's like if I was uh, vegan, I don't want you to have to to eat. You know, I know this is a touchy subject for you, but I don't want you to have to eat a, a, a different meal because I've chosen not to watch trailers. So right, no, no, no. That, if I if I had something like a burning desire, I, I would say so. But they, it's pretty straightforward. Trailer, there's nothing too crazy. I know stuff that's gonna happen from the comics. It might come in, it might not, and that's just like whatever, yeah. you know. So. Man, look, we're watching this partnership work live. We're just like Killmonger and Tony. Yeah. I won't tell you which one's which, so you won't know which one dies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, we don't want to spoil the ending of this podcast. <laughs> um, the next news story, I'm sure you saw this too, Tommy. Maybe. Um, WandaVision picked up some Emmys. 
I didn't see this. Yeah, yeah. Look, I'm not an Emmys guy. Like, I, I actually do like the Oscars a lot. I'm not an Emmys guy. Like, I don't know how this yeah. works. Um, but I, just looking at what they won, like, I'm kind of shocked that these were even categories, but I guess they are. Outstanding production design for a narrative program. Okay, that one makes sense. Production yep. design. Yep. Good win. Great stuff. This next one is, like, very specific. Outstanding fantasy slash sci-fi costumes. Yeah. What about just costumes? Like, uh, I don't know. Like, no, no, they, had costume to, categories? they had to worry about the other shows. Yeah. Is there like comedy costumes? Like, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. But, uh, I bet they, you that usually, usually goes to like Miss Maisel because like their costumes are impressive as is. Yeah. But yeah, I'm not, you know, to get into my cynicism a little bit, I, I work in the industry. I'm not big on the awards because like, like, you know, as as most people in general they know, never get it right. Like, yes, I'm it's sure it's all one division. It's all a uh, you know. I yeah. won't say more. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but there's that. Just wanted to. It was interesting to to see a show that we were talking about represented there. Um, last one. Um, I might I might have to. I'm just gonna throw it at you. I don't remember who said this quote, but I'm gonna look at it. But I'm gonna I'm gonna get your reaction first, Tommy. They said that there is a possibility further down the line in the MCU of them doing a live action Marvel Zombies movie. What do you think about that? I don't trust it, and it's it's because of something I just was talking to my roommate last night about. Is like because we were talking about Black Widow again, and we were talking about like. I just wanted a James Bond spy movie. And like a zombie movie sounds great. A Marvel zombie movie sounds great. I don't trust Disney or Marvel to do it where it's not family friendly because that's the Disney way. It's not going to be like Logan where it's like if you go from like X-Men to Logan, it's a completely different feel. It's a completely different movie. It's the genre is hit. It, it, the problem I found with Marvel is that all their movies, you, they can say they're different genres, but it's always superhero first. It's superhero movie, comma, a Black Widow, uh, James Bond movie. It's a superhero movie, comma, a zombie movie. Like that's it's a that's superhero TV doing. show, comma, a Christmas story. Yeah, like that's <laughs> what I would be worried about. Is like with the if I want Marvel zombies, I want it to be like the What If thing, and like maybe we'll get there because we saw it in What If. I'm nervous, Michael. I'm nervous. And here's the thing. I think they were able to get away with a lot because it was animated, right? Yeah. Uh, like, I think uh, you're not going to see them, like, cutting off uh, Robert Downey Jr.'s head on on uh, on screen there. But um, with that being said, you know, Disney does have the rights to Deadpool now. And they will – they have they have said that when, if and when Deadpool 3 comes out, that it will still be rated R under the Disney production – so my my thought here is let let them dip their toes in the water with Deadpool. Let them let them like get their dirty jokes in and, and more of their gory stuff and, and start to venture out there. Then give us Marvel Zombies. You know I, I think they need some practice in that R-rated realm. And, yeah. And I, I I think if you're gonna do Marvel Zombies, it has to be R-rated because it won't be better than the What If episode because it's not animated. I would love like like a World War Z or. Like a like one of those intense zombie movies, but just with Marvel characters, that would be wild. That would be wild. Like I would love it. I just like come in with my like my feelings first, which is I'm nervous with it because I I haven't seen them do a genre complete justice. I still enjoy those movies I listed, but it's right. it still feels Marvel, which is their brand. 
Yep. Well, what can you do? That that's all the news stories I got, Tommy. Um, you want to do some recommendations? Let's recommendation it up. Whoop whoop. <laughs> whoop whoop. What you got for us? <laughs> So, like, I only watch old things, but this may be a, a hot take or a hot, like, you know, this may be something new you learn about me. I've never seen The Hunger Games. Uh, I read the first book, and then I never never did anything else. It was fine. I had no issues with that. I just never picked it up. I recently have started watching The Hunger Games uh, because a, a podcast that I listen to is, is recapping it. Uh, I'm trying to get their name. Oh, then it's a it's a post shows recaps podcast, which is we're always connected to that world, the RHAP world. That's where we found each other. That's where you know we are very connected to there. Uh, it is called YA because one of the co-hosts is Canadian, but it's also a YA podcast, and they cover Hunger Games. I watched it. I enjoyed Hunger Games more than I thought I was going to. Uh, there's shaky cam. That's way too much shaky cam. But uh, hey, listen. If you've never seen it like me, go check out Hunger Games. If you have seen it, watch it for the nostalgia. It's crazy to see a very young Jennifer Lawrence. That's wild. Uh, and uh, love Woody Harrelson. Cannot get enough Woody Harrelson on my screen. Yeah, yeah. I am actually a big, big fan of the, the books. I haven't seen the movie. I've seen them when they came out, but I haven't seen them since. Um, the second book is like one of my favorite books of all time. Um, I'm on that movie right now. I'm very, I'm, there's a certain show that we love that feels very similar to this and uh, I'm loving it. So hyped. Like I know if I was in war. this. <laughs> if I was in this world, I might be pro Hunger Games. Like I'm pretty pumped. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like this is cool, man. Like let's go. Uh, no, that, uh, love the Hunger Games. Uh, I mean, like the first book is standard. Like it's good. And then the second book is, like, incredible. But it also, like, uh, well, I don't want to spoil anything. But um, the third is not great, but there's reasons to read the third anyways. But with that being said, check out those movies. Yeah. I'm going to sneak in a second wreck because I'm a rebel, baby. Oh, no. Here we Uh, go. uh, Watch football more. (laughs) Football in general. (laughs) I'm not going to do it, Tommy. I'll just let you know. Like, I'm not. uh, I got Robbie, too. He said he watched the first half of an episode of a a, a game. Uh, yeah, yeah. I've tried many times. I played fantasy football a couple times. Uh, I just can't okay. do it. I just, okay. I don't know. How about you recommend something for me? Tommy, Tommy, Tommy. I have been waiting to talk about this with you. I think I know what this is. For a long time. And, and the fact that I'm pretty sure you haven't watched it yet, it, it's it, it upsets me a little bit. We got to get you on. And everybody on Why the Last Man. I knew this was coming. Tommy, like, okay, just a little backstory. Um, uh, Based on a comic book, um, one of my favorite comic, my favorite comic book of all time. I have a Why the Last Man tattoo. Like, I just, I love it. It's my, it's, it's just one of my favorite stories of all time. So what it's about, actually, I don't even know if I'm going to, like, if you don't know what it's about, you just I've been spoiled a little bit because like other people have pitches to me. So I knew this was coming because I, I know people are hyped because there's been a comic for a long time. And recently the TV show, as in like this week, the TV show just came out and it's been building for a while. I believe people thought it was coming for like years, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, I think it was a movie at one point and then it was a TV show with one actor and then uh, another actor came in. It's been bouncing all around, but but it is finally here now. And dude, it is 
so good. Again, it is a, I'll put it this way. It's a post-apocalyptic show. And a lot of people are like, I don't know where this came from, but I think people are like over post-apocalyptic shows. Cause I, I, I keep hearing people be like, Oh, this feels like a show that should have came out 10 years ago. And it's like, it's just a good genre. Like that, that's why it was popular then. And that's why it should be popular now. With that being said, this is not like your shallow walking dead where it's just like a bunch of people dying for no reason. Like this story has so much more heart and power and it teaches us so much about our world now. And it's hard to even call it a post-apocalyptic show because it's addressing so many more social issues that we deal with and the way it does it is so powerful and i don't again i don't want to give too many details if you haven't watched it just just go in blind i watched it with my wife who is not familiar with the comics and like i was like i just want to see if she can like figure out what's going on and uh, i think that was a fun journey for her the first three episodes are out now on hulu and uh tommy look i'm gonna want to do a podcast on this i'm just telling you that right now i don't like uh so you're basically so you're basically saying either get on board or i'm going on without you tommy get on board or i'm going on without you (gasps) oh my gosh not really not yet i mean yeah i'll give it a try i'll give it a try yeah i gotta listen i gotta let's just say without giving too many details away i gotta watch an entire tv season tonight for hypothetically a podcast i'm on tomorrow because i definitely didn't procrastinate on watching this so Yeah. No, uh, I understand. We'll 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 talk about it more in the future. Um, that's all. Like uh, uh, anything else, Tommy? Before we wrap up here, I mean, we we hit news, we hit recommendations, we hit uh, the writers' room. I guess that's our our new segment. So, uh, you got anything else for us, Tommy? No, I think like as much as like I think we were done on this episode. I loved this podcast. I thought we had a good uh, good conversation about it, and uh, I'm just hype to see what they give us next because i i do like that what if has went all over the board it's been a fun ride regardless of how i feel story-wise it's just fun to kind of let my brain wander while watching this stuff yeah tommy you know what next week is i don't star wars visions it starts next week oh my gosh what are you gonna do I guess uh, we'll, we'll have to podcast about it. I guess we have to. Uh, <laughs> um, I'm so excited about that. I might stop watching What If. We'll see. Whoa. Not really. Not really. Uh, all right, guys. Let's. Uh, I'm going to give a couple thank yous here to Aaron Robertson, who did our music to kick us off, and Ethan Kellum, who did our logo. i also like to remind you guys to rate and review us on iTunes, preferably five stars. Hey, we haven't had a review in a while. Um, so if you're sitting there, you're listening, you had fun with us, uh, hook us up, would you? Also subscribe because again, Star Wars Visions right there. Uh, we'll, we'll we'll be covering what if still. I I won't stop. I won't stop what if. So uh, I also want to tell you guys to follow us on Instagram, and Twitter at Star Wars Pod, and ask for a Discord link because we got a little community of folks that chat and talk about things. So that sounds like something. If you like us and you like some of the guests that we've had, you can come talk to all of us in the Discord. We're there. So. Yeah, uh, I need more people to talk to in the Discord. Come yeah, come yeah. over there. All the cool people are there. It, it's it's not like it's a little lonely, right? It's we're still building, right? But uh yeah, we, we need people there to the spark some fires, I guess. I but know. the cool people are already there. So like if you want to yeah. be included in those cool people, then come over. Like the FOMO's probably reaching you right now. You're like, oh man, what are they talking about? A lot of these juicy takes we talk about in the Discord. 
gotta be there. Gotta be there. All right. All right, Tommy, that's it. That's all we got for you guys. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next week. Bye!